Hi, everyone. My name is Yosef Siegel, and welcome back to the MM Torah Podcast. It's been a while since we had an original podcast. I really want to thank everybody for their uh, concerns <laughs> of where I've been, and uh, thank you for your messages and your support. I really appreciate it, and uh, I'm really happy that uh, we can be back sharing original uh, podcasts with you, and uh, I hope you enjoy. This is actually a milestone podcast. This is our 75th episode. It's been three years of podcasting. We finally made it to 75. It took us a few extra weeks because of all the delays. Um, but it's, uh, it's really an amazing thing for me. And I'm, I'm so appreciative to all of you for allowing me the opportunity to continue to share words of Divrei Torah with you uh, in written form for nine years and uh, in audio form through 75 episodes. And uh, may we continue to share many more words of Torah together. So without further ado, let's get right into the Dvar Torah for this week's Parsha, Parsha's Beshalach. So with Parsha's Beshalach, the Bnei Israel have finally left Mitzrayim. They've finally left behind uh, generations of slavery. And uh, they get into the desert. And it is a packed Parsha. It starts off with Kriyas Yamsuf, Az Yashir, the Mon. The first few days after Yitzhak Mitzrayim are, are not uneventful. And throughout their travels in the desert, we're going to see from here, really through the end of the Torah, uh, the leadership of Moshe uh, on display uh, as really the embodiment of what a true leader should be, and even more specifically, what a leader of Bnei Israel should be. And uh, there's actually a bunch of places throughout the Parsha that you could focus on, focus on this idea. Um, I think we've discussed some of those in years past. Uh, but the one I want to talk about is all the way at the end of the Parsha with the battle against Amalek. This is just the first uh, of our encounters with the nation of Amalek over the course of history. Some are more famous than others. Uh, perhaps the most famous one is, uh, is the Nase of Purim, when Haman, who is descended from Amalek, uh, tried to wipe out the Jewish people. And of course, Mordechai and Esther uh, led the way in, uh, in leading B'nai Israel to Tshuva and salvation. But in this week's Parsha is uh, just as, if not more famous, and this is the, again, as we said, this is the first time uh, that we faced off with Amalek. And the nation of Amalek is descended from Esav, and they hate everything that Bnei Israel uh, stood for and continue to stand for. Um, if you want to know more about it, I have a podcast on my uh, Back of the Base channel two-part podcast where uh, my partner and I, Yehudah Rabinowitz, discuss the concept of Amalek, what Amalek means, and um, and what is it that they hate so much about B'nai Israel, and really why they uh, encompass the, why they are the embodiment of evil. And uh, it became and continues to be our responsibility to eradicate the nation of Amalek and really the idea of Amalek uh, from this world. But at this time, again, coming back to our Parsha, this is just the first battle. Uh, it's in the desert between these two nations. So while Yoshua, Moshe's pupil and the eventual leader of Bnei Israel, uh, led the Jewish army into battle, Moshe took charge of the spiritual aspect of the war. And the Pesach describes how he climbs to the top of the mountain overlooking the battle and he raises his hands. And Chazal explained that Moshe raised his hands towards Shemayim, towards the heavens, and began to daven, and this, the nation seeing this, inspired them to pray, and uh, this spiritual fervor quickly changed the tide of the battle uh, until Bnei Israel were defeating Amalek. But then, the Pasuk says, Moshe's arms became tired, and they began to fall. So the Pasuk continues and says that his brother Aaron and his nephew Hor, uh, who is uh, Miriam's son, 
uh, held his hands up so that Bnei Israel would see that his hands were still up and uh, be uh, continue to be motivated to Davin. And eventually, um, they were successful in the battle. They defeated Amalek, and they continued on their way. The Kliyakar wants to focus on a specific phrase used in the Pasuk here. This is in uh, Pergid Zayin, Pasukid Beis. Again, it's at the end of uh, Parshas B'Shalach. And the previous Pesukim have uh, explained how Moshe went up to the mountain and was raising his hands, and that helped Bnei Yisrael uh, defeat Amalek. And then Pesukid Beis describes how his hands became tired, and Aaron and Hor uh, supported them. And then the Pesuk ends, He, Moshe, was with his hands in faith until the setting of the sun. Meaning that until the setting of the sun, his hands remained uh, in that position. So the simple explanation is that the battle lasted the entire day uh, until the sun set, and Moshe was able to last the entire day with his hands up uh, in the air thanks to the uh, F, um, support of Aaron and Hor. But the Kliyakar takes this image of the setting of the sun and, and makes a drusha, makes it in a more poetic sense. And he explains that the setting of the sun refers to the end of Moshe's life. We see in Sefer Bamidbar, right before B'nai Yisrael are coming into Eretz Yisrael, really all the way at the end of the 40 years in the desert, that they went into battle with the nation of Midian. And Hashem tells Moshe over there, this is in Perik Lamed Aleph in Sefer Bamidbar, if you want to go check it out. The Hashem tells Moshe that after this battle is over, after the B'nai Yisrael defeat the, Midian, the Midianim, Moshe is going to die. He's from we see from that Parsha in the Torah is that Moshe goes straight ahead after hearing that information, and without hesitation, he goes straight into preparing B'nai Yisrael for battle. Even though Moshe knew that at the end of this battle, with the ending of this battle, with the success of the battle against Midian, uh, it would be time for him to die, he did not hesitate. This was B'nai Yisrael needed him, B'nai Yisrael were in need, and he was the leader, and he went out and he led B'nai Yisrael through the conflict to victory. And this idea is the amazing idea of Moshe Rabbeinu, that, or, or it really shows us how far Moshe Rabbeinu was willing to go for Bnei Israel, how much he valued himself as their leader, and how much he valued uh, the nation of Bnei Israel. that even once he knew that, this, that as soon as this mission was over, he would have to die, it did not deter him for one second. He went fully ahead because that's what the nation needed. And while this idea is fully expressed, as we said, in Sefer Bamidbar, it's first brought up, says the Kliyakar over here, by the battle with Amalek. The Pasuk tells us that Moshe dedicated himself ad, to the battle with Amalek ad bo hashamesh, until the sun set. And, and what that means is, until his sun set. The Pasuk is telling us that until Moshe's sun set, through every conflict, through every time of need, Moshe was going to dedicate himself to the good of the people. Until his sun set, he would be there whenever and however he was needed. And it's hinted to us here at the first conflict of B'nai Israel, right when they're leaving Mitzrayim with Amalek, and it is fully expressed at the end of Sefer Bamidbar, all the way at the end of the 40 years through the desert with the battle with the nation of Midian. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. For any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, please email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. The email newsletter will give you updates for Amem Torah, as well as the written version of the Dvar Torah in your inbox, along with an MP3 download of this podcast.
The podcast is also available on iTunes. Just search for the AMM Torah podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel. Please check out the blog itself, oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com, where you can get the written version of this week's Dvar Torah, as well as the archived versions of the previous eight years of AMM Torah Divrei Torah. Please check out my website, hashkafahandbook.com, where this podcast is hosted, and learn more about my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Hashkafa. And finally, please check us out on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash amemtorah, and on Twitter, Twitter handle at amemtorah. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and have a great job.